0: The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. It's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And I am joined by Jenna Taubel, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Hey, Andy. Last week, we had fun talking about frugal holiday spending, well, holiday spending tips overall. You and I were talking yeah. about ways to not spend money and still have a blast on the holidays.
0: Yeah. What's the, yeah.
1: What's the topic this week?
2: Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about financial New Year's resolutions, right? We're running right into that time frame now that you can set for yourself that really help you kind of take take control over your finances in 2023. Um you know, and I would assume that by this point in time, everyone's finished up their holiday shopping, unless you, you maybe have, have some, yeah. some lagging Christmas parties to go to yet. I know some sometimes you'll have some into early January that are happening, but, you know, really once December 25th has passed by, it's time to really start thinking about the new year and... Traditionally, that means it's time for everybody to start thinking about those New Year's resolutions and what you want to get out of the upcoming year. And um, typically, people are looking at making changes to their finances, changes to their health, changes, you know, those are some pretty common New Year's resolutions. But, um, you know, today I've got some New Year's resolutions um, that thankfully aren't too hard to accomplish and can at least put you in a better financial position for twenty twenty three than if you did nothing at all. So I, I hope tell that you sounds what, interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, by making them not too hard to accomplish, I think that's the most important thing you could have done.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: In
1: my lifespan, uh, the harder ones are the ones that get dropped by the wayside pretty early.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So interesting enough, what's the first new year's resolution?
2: Yes. So number one is to stop calling a budget a budget.
1: All right. Now then you definitely have to explain this one.
2: Yeah, I know, because we talk about budgets all yes. the time on this show, right? I'm being a little contradictory, but um I So the word budget obviously has a bit of a reputation to it, right? People um, often, think of it really as like this financial straitjacket, and that it's something that kind of stops you from having fun if you maintain a budget. Um, so, anyone who's made a budget knows, though, that this isn't necessarily the case, right? It, and but it can be hard to kind of shake that bad reputation if that's how you're approaching it. So, uh, one Financial resolution that you can set for yourself is to think of a budget as a spending plan instead. Um, And this might seem like a really small and trivial change to just change that vocabulary up, um, especially since, you know, a budget is a spending plan. That's exactly what it is. But when you call a budget a spending plan, you put yourself in the mindset of how you'll spend your money instead of how you won't spend your money. (laughs) so if you think about it's kind of it's like reverse psychology right um so if you think about how you plan on spending your money you're saying you you, that you can choose how you'll spend your money so it kind of gives you a little bit more control, a better feeling of control when you when you talk about it that way um and this also means that you get to decide how to allocate parts of your paycheck um right pay rent or buy groceries whatever you know all those different fun things we get to do as adults with our paychecks um and you feel like you are making the choice to be responsible and then that in turn makes you feel good about your spending choices overall so um it kind of gives you a little bit more of an incentive to make sound financial choices when you think of it as a spending plan versus a budget.
1: It does sound a whole lot better. Yeah. But I think, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. I got to work on a budget. What are you doing? I'm going to go work on my spending plan. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it includes a brand new car down the road.
2: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Think big. Yeah. So I mean, it's part of life, right? New cars.
1: So what other new year's resolutions do you have on your list?
2: Yeah, so the next one I think is important um, is then that you create that spending plan that works for you, right? So it's not just about changing the word. You actually have to still do the, do the <laughs> physical part of it, the activity. Um, so January is a really ideal time to kind of revisit and kind of revamp your budget slash spending plan for the year. Right. Because now you have this whole year you can look back on and say, how did I spend my money? Did I spend my money on the things that I really wanted to spend it on? Right. Um, and if we've obviously done a few and then some episodes about budgeting and creating a budget. So if you're not really sure how to get started with that, if you're not sure how to create your your first spending plan, you can certainly go back and listen to any of those episodes. Um, um if you have a spending plan already. If you've already budgeted it before, all you need to do is go through it and really make sure that all your expenses and income are current to what you're making now and kind of where you're at in life. Because if if you maybe made one earlier um, in the year, well, it's but you haven't really paid much attention to it or polished it up at all, you know, life changes throughout the year. New things come up. You may have gotten a raise. You may have changed a job. You may have quit your job. Like there's all kinds of things that can come into play where you would need to kind of just revisit anything you've put together previously. You know, but really the most important part, regardless of what your income is, regardless of what expenses are for you, it's to make sure that that spending plan works for you specifically and that it's not, being modeled after something that just doesn't isn't realistic for your lifestyle um, so it's really it's great to make sure that all your necessary expenses are covered but beyond that make sure that you're happy with the choices you're making with your money as well so if you feel like your spending plan is too restrictive for you right then you're less likely to stick with it that's true i mean that's just common knowledge if you don't like something you're going to avoid it so, for instance, if you like getting coffee in your daily commute, if if you're back in the office, you know, make sure you get some money and set aside for it, so you can enjoy those things without having to feel guilty about it or without compromising another area within your spending plan that you weren't thinking of. So, you know, really, it's just important to make sure that you know where the money's coming from and how much, and you know where it needs to go to to meet your goals, pay your bills. And have a little fun. You work hard for your money. You should. It's okay to have a little fun with it.
1: That's probably one of the key things to success on this, isn't it? are yeah. uh, putting together a spending plan because I, I know early on I made that mistake that I would, you know, kind of pretend that I wasn't going to spend that money on those things. Mm-hmm. And then you do it anyway. Yeah. And then your budget's mm-hmm. a little messed up. You get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're not doing it. And following it and you, you gotta start over. If you're exactly. just honest with yourself and say, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm gonna have that coffee. I've just gotta mm-hmm. figure out how to do this. Or, you know what, guess what? We go we go out to eat twice a month. Mm-hmm. Me saying we're not gonna do it is unrealistic. We're gonna do it. It's just something we enjoy. Yep. So you better plan for it, because if you don't, then the next thing you know, your spending plan is worthless and You're back to the same old ways of uh, not having any idea what direction you're going.
2: Well, exactly. And it makes it really easy to, you know, overspend beyond what your means are, right? You start using credit cards to finance things or you start having to, you know, maybe rely on borrowing money from people or, you know, whatever that avenue may be. You end up maybe overdrafting your account. Like those are the types of things that happen when you're not paying attention and not having a mindful plan in place for how you would like to spend your money every month. And so it is, it's just important. I mean, it doesn't, and, and maybe it's not down to the final penny on every right. little category you have in your spending plan, but a general idea of how much you spend on groceries every month, how much you spend on paying your utilities or what your car payment is. Those are very important pieces to know and understand when you're just managing a, a personal budget on a regular basis. So
1: and as you mentioned, going back and reviewing it is a great thing. I'm I'm gonna do it for my New Year's resolution because you know what, these grocery okay. bills have gone up considerably. Gasoline mm-hmm. has gone up considerably. I might you know, I always like to have a little cushion in there and be conservative, but now maybe that's disappeared. I'll have to check it out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, I and again, it don't feel like you have to stick to any specific percentage of you know what you should spend in each of these categories in comparison to your income right what's again it's whatever works for you i mean if you enjoy cooking at home and you like making elaborate meals your grocery bill is probably going to be a lot higher than your neighbor next door who just wants to eat ramen every night like (laughs) so you can't compare yeah again make it work for you if If food is important to you, budget for food. If going to the movies is important to you, budget for going to the movies. There's there's certainly nothing wrong with that as long as you're making the choices consciously and you know that you have the ability to do so responsibly.
1: Right. I I think back to what I used to spend for food in my early 20s or late teens. and Yeah, didn't spend much for food, but it was not very good either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it was awful. Well, uh, you mentioned ramen noodles. There was, yeah, yeah. There's wor- there's worse yeah. thing than ramen noodles twice a week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll take our break and we will continue with good money moves. New Year's resolutions the topic today and Jenna with First Alliance Credit Union with us back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Welcome back to Good Money Moves, New Year's Resolutions. Financially, New Year's Resolutions, I better be more specific as the topic today. Uh, We've talked about getting out of debt. We've talked about setting goals. What's next, Jenna? Yeah, so... uh,
2: the last one that I kind of want to bring up today that's really important is to, if you have one, to review your emergency fund. If you don't have one, make a plan to get one, right? <laughs> so it's this is a really good time of year to kind of ass, assess your financial life in all avenues. You know, we've talked about goal setting. We talked about paying off debt. We talked about reviewing your spending plan. And part of that process should also be to take a look at that emergency fund. And really, what that is, if you're not familiar with that term, is just that's the money that you set aside in case of an emergency. It's exactly what it sounds like, so you don't you don't touch it. It's not for anything except for a serious emergency that will come up where you would maybe need money to cover all of your bills for a month while you're out of work or something something major like that. So, most financial experts are going to recommend that you have three to six months of your annual salary stored in your emergency fund in case the worst case scenario happens, like you lose your job, like you have a serious medical event occur, something like that. However, even if you just have two, maybe $3,000 in an emergency fund, you should be able to handle most financial emergencies that come up like paying for an unexpected car repair right and that that's a very common occurrence that actually puts people on the path to debt because they aren't they don't have that that little bit of savings set aside for those unexpected moments that really puts them down the path to having to take out debt unexpectedly and then they're not prepared to pay it back and then they kind of go down this cycle so Having that little bit of money set aside is really important. And if you don't have a lot of money in your emergency fund, that's okay. You got Everybody's got to start somewhere, right? So try to set aside more money for it than you have in the past. So if you have never put any aside, start with $25 a paycheck. Or if you're already putting $25, maybe bump it up to $30 or $40. And just slowly make those incremental increases so that you're starting to build that up. Right. And you, again, make it part of your spending plan. You can use tools to help you do this. So you, it's not a manual process. You can use things like direct deposit to automatically send a percentage of your paycheck into that savings account for yourself every time you get paid. Um, now, if you do already have maybe a sizable emergency fund set up for yourself and you're kind of thinking, well, it's just sitting in this savings account here. I feel like I, I feel like I could do more with this. I have a sizable amount, right? You might want to consider putting that money into something like a money market account where you can, because you're not planning to spend it. So you don't need access to it all the time, but you want to earn a little bit better interest because free money, right? So (laughs) who doesn't love that? Yeah. So consider maybe using a higher yield savings account to store that emergency fund that you've built up for yourself. Um, Like I said, you'll get that higher rate and your money will still be very accessible to you should you need it for that for the emergency that creeps up. Um, Now, if you're fortunate enough to have at least three months worth of your salary saved up, um, you could consider investing some of it while still keeping enough money in your actual savings account to get through most emergencies. um, If you're more risk um, tolerant that is. <laughs> um, so lots of things to think about. So again, you know, if you don't have one yet, you, you know, just start somewhere. $10 a paycheck is better than no dollars a paycheck. $5 oh, sure. paycheck is better than no dollars paycheck. And as you get used to saving that money, you'll start to feel more and more comfortable putting more and more into it as you get comfortable in that habit. Um, and if you already have one, but you, there's lots of ways to continue to make that money work harder for you while you continue to plan and save for other financial goals that you have.
1: These are wonderful, uh, resolutions. They all lead to good things. That's well, because they're all good money moves, right? (laughs) They are. And as always, uh, we just scrape the surface of the topic, but I'm sure you have some additional resources we can tap.
2: Yeah, absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. You can also check out articles um, on our blog about all of these topics specifically. Um, you can learn, dig in deeper to learn more about SMART goals, more about um, emergency funds, more about money market accounts, all the things we talked about. You can find more resources on our website and on our blog. Um, of course, I mentioned a couple of past episodes um, you can go back and listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Of course, if you love this show, please take a minute to leave us a review on your favorite po- podcasting platform. And if you have a financial topic that you would like us to cover or questions you'd like answered on an episode of Good Money Moves please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, one last shameless plug for our team at First Alliance Credit Union, reach out to them with your questions as well. They are here to help you start making good money moves today.
1: Of course, First Alliance Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. This has been Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Thank you again, Jenna. And we'll, uh, We'll chat again next week.
0: Absolutely.
1: All right. Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tommel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Welcome back to Good Money Moves, New Year's Resolutions. Financially, New Year's Resolutions. I better be more specific as the topic today. Uh, We've talked about getting out of debt. We've talked about setting goals. What's next, Jenna? Yeah, so... uh
2: the last one that I kind of want to bring up today that's really important is to, if you have one, to review your emergency fund. If you don't have one, make a plan to get one, right? <laughs> so it's this is a really good time of year to kind of ass- assess your financial life in all avenues. You know, we've talked about goal setting. We talked about paying off debt. We talked about reviewing your spending plan. And part of that process should also be to take a look at that emergency fund, and really, what that is, if you're not familiar with that term, is just that's the money that you set aside in case of an emergency. It's exactly what it sounds like, so you don't you don't touch it. it's not for anything except for a serious emergency that will come up where you would maybe need money to cover all of your bills for a month while you're out of work or something something major like that so. Most financial experts are going to recommend that you have three to six months of your annual salary stored in your emergency fund in case the worst case scenario happens, like you lose your job, like you have a serious medical event occur, something like that. However, even if you just have two, maybe $3,000 in an emergency fund, you should be able to handle most financial emergencies that come up like paying for an unexpected car repair right and that that's a very common occurrence that actually puts people on the path to debt because they aren't they don't have that that little bit of savings set aside for those unexpected moments that really puts them down the path to having to take out debt unexpectedly and then they're not prepared to pay it back and then they kind of go down this cycle so Having that little bit of money set aside is really important. And if you don't have a lot of money in your emergency fund, that's okay. You got Everybody's got to start somewhere, right? So try to set aside more money for it than you have in the past. So if you have never put any aside, start with $25 a paycheck. Or if you're already putting $25, maybe bump it up to $30 or $40. And just slowly make those incremental increases so that you're starting to build that up. Right. And you again make it part of your spending plan. You can use tools to help you do this. So you, it's not a manual process. You can use things like direct deposit to automatically send a percentage of your paycheck into that savings account for yourself every time you get paid. Um, now, if you do already have maybe a sizable emergency fund set up for yourself and you're kind of thinking, well, it's just sitting in this savings account here, I feel like. I, I feel like I could do more with this. I have a sizable amount, right? You might want to consider putting that money into something like a money market account where you can, because you're not planning to spend it. So you don't need access to it all the time, but you want to earn a little bit better interest because free money, right? So (laughs) who doesn't love that? Yeah. So consider maybe using a higher yield savings account to store that emergency fund that you've built up for yourself. Um, Like I said, you'll get that higher rate and your money will still be very accessible to you should you need it for that for the emergency that creeps up. Um, Now, if you're fortunate enough to have at least three months worth of your salary saved up, um, you could consider investing some of it while still keeping enough money in your actual savings account to get through most emergencies. um, If you're more risk um tolerant that is. <laughs> um, so lots of things to think about. So again, you know, if you don't have one yet, you, you know, just start somewhere. Ten dollars a paycheck is better than no dollars a paycheck. Five dollars oh, sure. paycheck is better than no dollars paycheck. And as you get used to saving that money, you'll start to feel more and more comfortable putting more and more into it as you get comfortable in that habit. Um, and if you already have one, but you there's lots of ways to continue to make that money work harder for you while you continue to plan and save for other financial goals that you have.
1: These are wonderful, uh, resolutions. They all lead to good things. That's well, because they're all good money moves, right? (laughs) They are. And as always, uh, we just scrape the surface of the topic, but I'm sure you have some additional resources we can tap.
2: Yeah, absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. You can also check out articles um, on our blog about all of these topics specifically. Um, you can learn, dig in deeper to learn more about SMART goals, more about um, emergency funds, more about money market accounts, all the things we talked about. You can find more resources on our website and on our blog. Um, of course, I mentioned a couple of past episodes Um, You can go back and listen to those at firstalliancecucom slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Of course, if you love this show, please take a minute to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have a financial topic that you would like us to cover or questions you'd like answered on an episode of Good Money Moves Please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, one last shameless plug for our team at First Alliance Credit Union. Reach out to them with your questions as well. They are here to help you start making good money moves today.
1: Of course, First Alliance Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. This has been Good Money Moves, Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Thank you again, Jenna, and we'll uh We'll chat again next week.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. Good money moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 969 FM.